Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rethinking Rehab with Dr. Shane Smith. I'm a licensed physical therapist practicing out of Naples, Florida, and have been working with individuals in both the orthopedic and neurologic populations for the last 10 years. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, this is the Monday I'm recording right after Thanksgiving. I hope the time with family was good. I hope the football time, if you were uh, a fan watching, uh, was good. It wasn't the best football weekend for me and my sports teams. However, overall, it was a lot of fun to watch the game, spend some extra time with family, um, get to see some friends that came in from out of town for, uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday as well. And fortunately for us down here in Florida, we had uh, pretty nice weather. It was uh, cloudy, so it wasn't ideal to be out at the beach or on the water, but overall the temps were in the low to mid 70s with a light breeze and clouds. So it wasn't too bad weather-wise, a little fall-like uh, here in Florida this past uh, Thanksgiving. But now that we're back into the work mode of things and another holiday checked off the list, you know, it's funny, my wife is uh, a very big fan of Christmas. And she always has told me in the past that when Halloween ends, it is Christmas season, except for three days. And that would be the three days surrounding Thanksgiving, where it's Thanksgiving season. And then following uh, Friday after Thanksgiving, we're back to Christmas season again. So now that we're in that mode in our household, as well as hopefully in the other households around the country, for those listening to this podcast, you're now thinking about the next holiday for the majority out there, it's probably Christmas. Some may be looking at Hanukkah and some other based religious holidays that always tend to fall right here near the end of the year. But it is one of my favorite months of the year, and uh, I hope it is for you all as well. But for some of them, from some of you out listening may have a different feeling about this time of the year. It may not be your favorite time of the year, and it may not be your favorite time of the year for reasons you have control to uh, improve upon. And one complaint I've heard repetitively uh, recently regarding Christmas time is how it seems to worsen some of my patients' back pain this time of the year, which I found interesting. And upon thinking about it for a little while, it kind of dawned on me I could see why Christmas or December holiday time period would potentially be more problematic on low backs. There's a lot of Christmas holidays uh, parties that go along this time of the year as well as a lot more work around your house that is typically done this time of year that will both directly impact your low back. So today let's talk a little bit about low back pain. Tis the season to end your low back pain. So let's get into it today. Let's talk about what causes some of our seasonal holiday back pain and what are some good solutions to improve it or to limit this season's back pain from worsening on you. So the two main culprits I have come to realize affect people the most with back pain this time of the year, and that be holiday parties and decorations around your house. So if you are not the type that wants to put Christmas lights up on the tree, not decorate the interior exterior of your homes, you at least don't have to worry so much about that activity hurting your low back. But there's a very good chance you are going to be invited to some form of a holiday party this year. And though they may seem very you know, fun to do and not problematic on your body to go to somebody's holiday party. There are a lot of things that can affect you at a holiday party. So I figured I'll start with that one. When we go to a holiday party, typically there's a lot of people in a small space that usually warrants increased standing times. 
if you are someone who sits at a desk for work or tends to leisurely sit in your free time, the idea of spending hours on end standing may be a big problem in and of itself. Uh, compound that time of standing with the type of shoes we typically wear at holiday parties. Nobody wants to look like a slop. Nobody wants to look bad when they're around friends or family at a holiday party. Typically, wearing something nice that matches clothing and footwear-wise gives us some positive feeling or confidence when we're at a party. If we're meeting people for the first time or meeting friends that we haven't seen in a long time, both the way we look affect how we feel. So if we're wearing clothing that looks good, that is form-fitting to us, that has proper matching of colors, that helps us feel good about ourselves. But we also want the footwear to look well with the outfit, which is an interesting situation. If I were to ask you, do you want to go for a run with me tomorrow morning? You do. Great. We'll meet me at the beach. We'll run at 10 o'clock. The first thing you're going to pick out is your most comfortable or functional pair of footwear to go on the run. If I were to ask you to go golfing with me, the first thing you're going to do in your closet is look for your golf shoes. You're not going to look for the best looking shoes on the golf course. You're going to look for the function that the shoe provides. However, when we look at a holiday party or an evening party, that's a time where this general rule of selection gets thrown out the window. This rule gets thrown out the window much more commonly in the female population, more so than the male population. Women tend to want to look good with their outfits at the cost of comfort. And a lot of times with women's footwear, this is where back pain is severely worsened. If you wear a high heel shoe to work, but your work is primarily sitting, then those shoes aren't going to be as devastating to your back or foot as they would be if you had to stand and walk around in them for two and a half hours straight. This is a very simple fix for many people to do. You need to look at getting a comfortable dress shoe, but also one that gives you decent support that can allow for longer time standing. So for women, I would look at Clark's Everlane, Allbirds, or Vionic-based footwear. Those four brands of shoes for women typically give you some visual versatility. They will have some color component, some dressier component, but yet still give you some foot and foot support and arch support. Both of those are really important if you're going to be standing in a footwear for multiple hours when you're not used to doing it. For men, I have found that looking at Cole Hans, Peter Millar's, Wolf and Shepherd, or even some nicer on clouds work very well for holiday standing gatherings. You can look at some type of cross trainer that's more of a neutral, whether it be a black, a gray, a navy blue, and those typically are going to match well enough with a male dress attire at a gathering to where you can have proper footwear, good foot support, allows you to be much more comfortable standing for a longer period of time without compromising your low back's health. So consider changing your shoes up during this holiday season when you're at gatherings that are going to allow you to stand for longer than you'd like. You should also be on the lookout for chairs at these gatherings. Most house parties or other holiday gatherings at public events will have some form of chairs, 
they may not be chairs for everybody, but maybe once an hour looking for a seat to just take a seat, sit in and give yourself maybe five to 10 minutes of just pressure off of your feet, pressure change through your spine, maybe bending forward, maybe doing some turns and twists while you're sitting just to kind of help loosen up some of the back muscles that might get tight while you're standing. Those will be very good options for improving your length of time at the holiday parties without feeling the effects the next day. You can also look at weight shifting and making sure your stance is appropriate when at parties. So your feet should be about shoulder width apart. Weight should feel evenly distributed between both feet. You don't want to have one foot staggered in front of the other and have your weight shifted back on one foot. Typically, people have a preference of left to right foot, and because of one preference, foot taking more of the weight, it is not uncommon for one side of the back to also have issues because of this abnormal weight shifting for long periods of time. If you don't feel you can stand static, then just doing a little weight shift left to right while standing also is a helpful activity. Or sometimes just walking around a party and changing static position can also be beneficial for low backs. Moving away from the parties with back pain and looking into actual holiday setup is another very common and bad back causation for pain. Uh, and that's dealing with our holiday light setup. So when you're putting your Christmas lights up on a tree, putting your Christmas lights up on your house, putting decorations up around the house. I know my mom used to set up a village. My wife has continued that tradition uh, in our household due to the enjoyment our kids get from seeing the little village set up. But there are tons of little glass houses, little glass people that are all in individual boxes. And to have to bend and undo these little boxes, to then put all the boxes back in the bigger boxes, to put back into the garage for storage, requires a lot of bending tasks that are all problematic on backs. I think the best thing when you're looking at a holiday setup is to give yourself adequate time ahead of time to get it all set up at the time you want. So if you want to have your holiday household good to go week or two weeks after Christmas, or excuse me, after Thanksgiving, you need to start planning ahead of time. Maybe right after Thanksgiving is the time that you start taking your decorations down. Start doing an inventory check of what you've got and how much time you think it will take to set all up and manage your evenings or weekend days or weekdays if you don't have work on certain days to allow for proper setup without overdoing the time in the setup position. So if you've got 50 boxes of stuff, you got to get down. Maybe try to do five to 10 boxes a day for five days. That will allow less load on your back muscles and gradually get your back used to bending, lifting, carrying tasks. Most of my low back pain patients from holiday activities are because they try to do the entire outdoor house one day, try to do the entire indoor house another day, and they spend the next two weeks in agony because of all the extra load they put on their backs in such a short time period that they weren't ready for, which made their whole holiday season miserable. It's great to look at the lights and enjoy your holiday setup, but don't let it be done at the the cost of your physical health. So trying to set up for 30 minutes at a time and then take a 10 minute rest break, I think is a great option to do. So you will get quite a bit done, but you're still giving your body a chance to rest in between. If you have time 
to work out or strengthen your body before setup, that's also really important. So if you can actually spend some time working on step ups, maybe you've got a small step at home, or you can go up and down the step repetitively. Maybe you have a staircase in your house, you can work going up and down. This up and down movement task will get your legs stronger and more comfortable when it comes to having to manage a stair, or excuse me, a ladder. Also, you can look at different shoulder exercises. I find this one to be very beneficial. Take a very small weight, like a one or a two pound weight, hold them overhead, tighten your tummy, and stabilize that position for about a minute straight, and then relax out of it. By adding increased static hold exercises with light resistance weight, you are targeting all the muscles of your spine and of your shoulders that are going to need to engage when you're doing decorative lighting or putting up decorations in a tree overhead. Allowing for a week or two of practice before actually setting up your holiday uh, decorations around the house will set your body up for success and limit potential injury during this holiday season. So really try to get some time in before doing it to work on practice of strength. So my three exercises I recommend are step-ups for leg strength, like you're going up and down a ladder, uh, overhead holds for shoulder and back strength, and lastly, doing some planks just to also help with glute and back strength. That tends to be the most problem area because we're not used to standing on a ladder. We're not used to standing and raising our arms overhead with things, lights, decorations for long periods of time. If we don't do those tasks throughout the year, how do we expect in December all of a sudden our bodies to turn into superheroes and to be able to do it without hurting ourselves? It's impossible for that to happen. So you either have to limit and modify how much of a task you're doing to prevent hurting yourself, or you have to strengthen in ways similar to what you're going to be doing with holiday decoration setup. If you have the time, do the prep workout. If you don't, then just manage your time as you're doing it and give yourself rest breaks. The last thing I wanted to speak about today to help with low back pain this holiday season is to look at what you're eating and drinking. I know holidays are a time of year that we tend to splurge on sweet foods, on fatter foods, on unhealthier fried foods, as well as alcohol consumption goes up substantially this time of the year. So really trying to eat and drink in moderation would be my advice. I'm not going to tell you not to enjoy your mother's famous fried balls or to not enjoy a glass of champagne or a glass of wine at dinner you know in our household we're usually good for one or two holiday russians after christmas dinner so whatever your family holiday tradition is don't stop doing it just consider if i'm going to do this and i know it's not the best for me what are some things i can do outside of that time that will make it less bad so maybe the meals before Christmas or maybe the days leading up to Christmas, we're going to be a little bit more conscious on the types of food we eat so that on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve with our families, we're able to enjoy the foods we normally want to enjoy without feeling guilty about it, as well as limiting potential inflammation that some of these uh, sugary or fried foods will cause on our bodies, as well as alcohol. So anytime we're eating inflammatory-based substances, don't be shocked if your weakest, most problematic joints feel that the most, the first. So if you had a big holiday meal and all of a sudden the low back is bothering you the next day, consider eating some healthier alternatives, some juices, some berries, some things that will give you some antioxidants that will help 
clear out some of the inflammation in your system, as well as trying to drink plenty of water. Fluid is a very beneficial thing for our joints and helping with health of our joints. And also just try some activity. You know, motion is always lotion for our body. And if we've been sitting, not moving much with Christmas and eating and drinking inflammatory foods and we're feeling not so great the day after Christmas, maybe it's time to go for a little walk outside and get some motion in our body, maybe some stretches, maybe some different core exercises will help our back pain and go a long way. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate this time of the year. Keep moving, keep grooving, feeling good. And until next time, take care, everyone. Have a good one.